tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the month of December 2022, episode 219. It's a rare occurrence and valuable to listen to us monthly. That's right. And from that frosty city by the Salish Sea, I'm AJ Barsay. And straight out of 9226 with visible frothy breath coming out of my mouth. I am Chris Powell. On this episode, we're looking back at this year that was 2022. It's two words, 20 and 22, with a hyphen in there. AJ and I are going to talk about some victories, some cool things that happened, and what we got coming up in the next year. When you add plus one, that makes it 2023. All that and more next on the Bellingham Podcast. Dang, Chris, it's frozen outside. How you doing? I will refrain from any kind of inappropriate punchlines that might get us an <laughs> explicit tag on our podcast, but dag nabbit, it's cold. Dude, it's cold. And uh, I like being indoors. We're very blessed to be indoors right now. Uh, we're in Casa de Powell, in which mm. my uh, we might have a special guest uh, in the audience barking, depending. Uh, she's upstairs right now. I thought she was outside. No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. You, you would know. She'd be barking if something's outside. But in case there's any delivery trucks, we'll hear from my, my dog. How are you doing? Uh, <laughs> as I cough a little bit. Uh, I'm doing okay. Uh let me just say, I was sick for four weeks. The month of November it was a difficult one from the health standpoint. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so in Bellingham, and I've, I've talked to a few nurses, uh, RSV was running rampant yes. in our community. And I'm pretty sure I got nailed with it. Mm-hmm. And then just as I was mending, um, my son brought home just the common cold and my lungs had not recovered. Yeah. And I got melee. You got... Uh, uh, you're looking pretty good right now, even though we are at a distance. There is color yep. in your cheeks. There is uh, uh, timber in your voice. And so bring that alto and tell us uh, what's going on. Because guess what, folks? Uh, normally, we have our device with mm-hmm. uh, Substack notes uh, for you know us to crib off of as we talk about things. I do not have any because AJ is going to be uh, – Captain Picard on this one, and I'm going to be the ensign kind of just along for the ride. So uh, guide us where we want to go there, Captain. <laughs> you're you're the, the Riker to my Picard. I do 80s TV references and 90s TV references. Y'all should be aware of this by Engage. now. Engage. That's right. All right. So uh, updates from my side. Uh, so uh, if you tuned into the Analog Explorer podcast, uh, I dropped a new episode about I think two weeks ago now from this recording. Did it shatter or make a splat on the ground when you dropped it? No, actually, it was very well received. I, um, I'm not surprised. Uh, I did a, a collaboration episode with uh, our good friend and mate over in uh, the UK, Dan, uh, from the Zoo Time podcast. Merry Christmas, Dan, in advance. Yeah, happy Christmas. So, like, yeah, so we we did a crossover where um, we were talking about, uh, he was really interested in, like, me diving. And a lot of the watch fam has been interested on the fact that I've been taking dive watches down diving. Um, and then, uh, we got talking about like manufacturing. So like, you know, the fact that these watches were and are made to do stuff, you know, they don't have to be like safe Queens and all pristine and stuff, but like, um, more use so, them, you use, use them. them. Yeah. Use them. And just like, you know, it's just like the stories that, that go around like a piece of arcane technology that we don't really need, but there are a few of us that like want to do stuff with them. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we, we talked about that. It's a really cool episode. Uh, it also kind of launched, um, I have a sponsor for um, the Analog Explorer. Oh, really? Yeah, so the Analog Explorer podcast actually has a pre-roll. Um, it's 30 seconds in the beginning of it, so if you have a podcast app that can skip the first 30, you're welcome. <laughs> but why would you do that? Because we want to listen to who your sponsor is. <laughs> so um, the sponsor is actually Anchor.fm. Oh, um, yes. Yeah, yeah, so, I've heard of them. <laughs> So you and I have talked about them for many years. We've We've used used them them. professionally. Um, Like, so they were, you know, uh, I have a simple pre-roll with them um, for 
a while. So, uh, yeah, I just my thanks to them, which is cool. Um, you don't need to fast forward the first thirty seconds of our show though, because no. we, we continue yep. as we go into twenty twenty three. Yeah, we're not we down do with that. We're doing no. fine in our day jobs. Yep. While money would be great, yep. uh, what we want to talk about, as awesome as what we're going to be talking about on this episode, is us. Yep. And anyway. Yep. Yeah. You can you can buy into the Bellingham podcast for a low low price of free on Substack. That's right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, speaking of Substack, so I, um, from that, I've, I've been getting a lot more people in my Substack and stuff. So at the end of the year, as I always say, like, I wanted to give a shout out to all my Substack and Patreon, uh, paid subscribers and stuff. Just thanks. Thanks for supporting me and, um, my art and, you know, all of the avenues that I do it in. He's a fine young man. You should be supporting him. Eh. Yes. Uh, and then thank you for supporting AJ and his work, uh, in what he does in the analog side of life. Yeah, well, speaking of support you in content, you, you, sir, have some plans for 2023. Yeah. Mine is more about contraction versus, uh, addition. I uh, would evolution, say. evolution, the evolution of, of, of things. You know, I, I've, I've thrown much spaghetti against a wall and some of it's stuck and some of it just went bloop on the ground. (laughs) Um, I, for the past couple years or so, I did a solo podcast, Mm -hmm. you know, even when they had 50 years as a band, ZZ Top's lead guitarist, lead singer, Billy Gibbons does some solo projects every now and then. Mine was, uh, to use a horrible analogy for a solo project, uh, learning management system, uh, educational technology uh, focused podcast called the Canvas Insider, and uh, had a good, a good run. I made I knocked out seventy episodes. That yeah. was not about interviewing people to talk ed tech and be nerdy. No, uh, I can do that anytime I want. But I wanted to give a little bit of a niche as far as strategic ideas and things that I encounter supporting my clients with this learning management system that you normally just can't find on that online documentation portal that the company makes. So I put a bow on that recently of 70 episodes. I call that good. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have another newsletter outside of this one on subs. I have another Substack. I've got three actually. Oh my gosh. The Bellingham podcast and this one, the Kevin's Insider Substack. Uh, You know, we we put crap in the Substack thing. Check it out if you're interested. Um, But I realized that Sharing this type of niche information verbally mm. and also textually, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enunciate that because uh, <laughs> I'm a textual kind of guy, um, may not be the right vehicle, but video. Yeah. Ooh. I heard it's a thing. Oh, yeah. I've heard the kids are all about the video nowadays. The Tiki Talk, the YouTube. No, Smash let's, that bell. Oh, geez. Hey, guys. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so I'm, I'm kind of put, uh, I'm evolving what used to be a newsletter of four tips a month. Now I'm doing videos because I found that there's a lot of visual learners that respond very appreciably to my insights. And so I'm going to continue that on in the next year. But also I, I happened to stumble across something that was kind of fun. You see, I have a particular set of skills. I've heard. Yes. Uh, that if you kind of look around, you'll be able to find something. Had fun with that. Oh, I'm going to put a link in our show notes. Yeah. Do, do check out uh, Chris's particular set of skills. It's the first in a series. You're welcome. Just yes. click on the link in our show notes. Anyway, you always thought I was like the stoic Sam the Eagle type uh, <laughs> with a baritone in the Bellingham podcast. No, actually, uh, fun fact, I actually have a uh, fairly uh, 
compelling sense of humor. He does. Yeah. So anyway, I can vouch for it. Work, working on uh, focusing on something that I'm seeing a lot of positivity about and seeing how I could provide some helpful information for people to get them to happy hour sooner in a lot of ways. Love it. You know what else gets us to happy hour sooner? Uh, a, a, the, the DeLorean in uh, going 88 miles an hour. No, KMRE 102.3 FM. That other vehicle that it has uh, community-powered uh, frequencies all over this Bellingham area, um, you can t- tune in on 102.3 FM on the FM dial. What's the FM dial? Frequency modulation, I believe. You're correct. And also on the internet, if you go to uh, KMRE.org, you can hear our shows on uh i think we're still on saturdays there you go i don't remember well anyway check out the website check out the website <laughs> they, you, you can find us but anyway uh thank you kmre once again to for continue. six years of broadcast six years of broadcast good gravy why why are they keeping uh, us on i don't know why what, what's the matter with them anyway uh moving on so new in bellingham so yes. uh after our after my little tirade and the fact that there are no good coffee shops that are open past i don't know three o'clock in the, the afternoon internet spoke Oh, the internet spoke. Um, also, my my wife also spoke because she heard our our episode. And she you was didn't just check like, with wifey about that. Oh no! So my my wife, my loving wife, she was just like, "You're right. That is wrong. We need to go find. We need to we need to figure this out." And so my wife made it uh, somewhat of a mission that I'm going to bring into the podcast. So my mission, should, should I choose, choose to, to accept, accept it? it, is to find a coffee shop open after 5 p.m. in Bellingham. Well, it also dovetails into the fact that you and I wanted to know what's changed since yes. the pandemic. So yes, yes. I, I took a bullet and my wife and I, because my son had to do um, practice for performances for Saving Christmas Town, um, which he performed at the Mount Baker Theater a couple weekends ago. During those practices, it didn't behoove my wife and I to go all the way back to the house. And so we went and searched for coffee houses. So I've got some recommendations. The top two or three? Um, they're not really top. It's just they're they're just there's just two that I want to bring light to because one has a really cool kind of founder story, and then the other one is just very unique and has two locations in no particular order. Go. Yeah. So, um, cough and C O F and the and sign. And so they're located on 784 Kentucky Street and on 1203 Cornwall Ave. Two locations to serve your caffeinated, Mm -hmm. addictive needs. And so um, I got a link to the Cascadian Daily. Uh, They did a a write-up on them when they started. And they're kind of a specialty coffee place. So... Hence the ampersand. Yeah. So um, the the one that I went to, I believe, was their their Colombian coffee shop. So they have Colombian um, sourced coffees and stuff. And they have different kinds of weight. Like you can get specialty drinks with like all the specialty contraptions, like oh, the Bunsen yes. burner style. Oh, yeah. Pour over. And then they also do like espresso drinks as normal, but with flair. So I had a drink. I don't do mochas, Chris. I'm not a mocha first person. Well, for those of you that just took offense at AJ uh, sneering at mochas... I like mochas, and therefore I have coffee. We can debate that mm-hmm. later on. Oh, no. Uh, so I have to admit, Cough and if you're listening, you converted me to a mocha because their mochas, not only are they gorgeous when they serve them, but they are very tasty. So I had something called the Submersible or Submariner, Submariner or something like that, and the coffee was great. Um, it was prepared well. They also have um, dairy alternatives, so they had oat milk. Awesome. And then they had uh, – so the way that they did their mocha is it was basically a um, softened uh, chocolate bar in the bottom. Oh. And so it was – for me, I could drink the top and my wife could drink the bottom and, you know, she gets her <laughs> mocha. I get my – Share and share alike. Exactly. Yep. So it worked out really well. But anyway, I just want to throw them out because I think they close at like – 
I don't know, seven o'clock or eight o'clock. So they're they're open decent. Cough and. Cough and. Cultivated under the shade in uh, native forests uh, is one of their signs that they have in one of their, um, their shops. So that's that's my first choice. Um, would, would you say for cough and if, based on your perspective, uh, would this be something where people can spend an hour or two uh, yes. with a, a laptop and uh, wireless, or is this something that they want to grab something and go? No, it's it's definitely a sit down and stay. Like they had uh, the place, uh, the one that we went to had like this really posh couch and stuff that Ooh. my wife and I uh, sit on. Right. Had much uh, like the old temple bar, yes. kind of that vibe. Oh, now you're talking my game. Yeah, dude. Um, and then, uh, I think they even have like in some, uh, one of their locations, they even do like live music on some nights. Uh-huh. Um, the night that we were there, cause they had like a stage. Sure. They didn't have anything, but like, it's that kind of vibe. Okay. Give them a shout Cornwall out. Cornwall and Kentucky Street. Yeah. Look it up, kitties. It's on the web. The other one that I, uh, stumbled on was Locus. So Locus is downtown. Did you control your Locus? I did control my okay. Locus. Um, uh, 120 West Holly. Oh, right in the heart of downtown. Yeah, buddy. All right. So to quote from their their site, uh, it's where coffee meets beer. So it's a coffee and bar, but also kind of like a you can get like wraps and stuff. I think like that they do it much better than some of those commercials you might be seeing on NFL football games that talk about uh, coffee and beer. Yes. So to quote from their their site, casual, colorful, and yes, there are yes, they very much are. Think like. Um, the Daisy Cafe, but uh, with more like an urban flair, like graffiti mural style upbeat. in there. Very upbeat. Um, a colorful cafe providing sandwiches, wraps, snacks, plus creative desserts, coffee, and drinks. And they close around 8 p.m., awesome. um, which is the other reason why I've, I've you know, we, we went to them because they were open. That's close to bedtime. Yes. But again... Then you put your kids to bed. Well, yeah. But like the thing is about them is uh-huh. like they have a very urban, colorful vibe. Um, and when we were there, they had Disney plus up on the, the, the TV and stuff at the bar, kind of kid friendly. Yes. So like, because they're not really a bar bar, um, we mm-hmm. could have brought our, our son after his performance and stuff. So but for like, the foodies out there. Oh, for the foodies, uh, you better be prepared. So my wife, she wasn't, she had a bit of a sweet tooth that night. And so she ordered the butterscotch, I think, um, rice crispy treat. Well, now. Okay. <clears throat> now. You're probably thinking, oh, Rice Krispie Treat, really? This Rice Krispie Treat was the size of a piece of cake, Chris. Good to know. Holy moly. She couldn't eat the whole thing. I like the portion size already. <laughs> I mean, so like we ordered uh, we ordered um, different coffee drinks, um, and then we had uh, that sweet treat, and then we just chilled uh, until our son was done with, uh, with you, his practice. You just shared two date night uh, possibilities. Yeah. So they've got, you know, they have their signature coffees and stuff that they, they do, and then they, like, they're reasonably priced, like a sandwich is like 11 bucks or 10 mm-hmm. bucks or something like that so it's it's a great pop in and in, again enjoy the vibe something that you and i have been longing for since the pandemic yes i wanted to kind of give a showcase because uh the, i found the the founder of the, the of locus um her bio is casey who originated from yelm washington so Hello, she's a casey yeah she might be good for community connection series uh, by yes. the way well, we can see about that um, so reading off of their site, because uh, it's in our show notes, uh, Casey came up north uh, by, while attending WWU, achieving a bachelor's in kinesiology and a minor in sport uh, psychology. As well, she should. Um, and then after settling with her husband, she fell in love with Bellingham, because who doesn't? Even more when uh, she began toying with the idea of starting her own business. Um, she's been in the service industry for 12 plus years, making delicious espresso for 10. And that sold me on the place. There you go. So uh, to Casey, salut. That was a, I mean, I had a great experience. I don't think she was working that day, but... But, um, you know, the staff was really super friendly. 
Uh, and it was a great experience. Chris. It's 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 a common occurrence if you're new to Bellingham to go downtown on any night of the week. Yeah, and to check that out. And as a little bit of an early evening uh, or an evening activity, you got one there right in the heart of downtown Bellingham on Holly Street, I believe. Yep, for Locust. Very cool. So the, the other two things that are new to Bellingham is we previously reported, uh, courtesy of the Western Front article, that Everyday Music was closing, mm, and I was yes. a bit lamenting that oh no i i gave uh, some lamentations of uh the yesteryear about how much i enjoyed what it was refer formerly referred to as cellophane square yep well we have a third iteration now the phoenix is rising again we have now ritual records oh so they've moved in and have basically it's it's just like everyday music all over again like but with a whole lot of vinyl yeah, it's still all it's it's vinyl and, and music and stuff and like CDs. It's, yeah, it's oh. it's basically from what I could tell, it, it's ba- they just basically have a new brand. Okay. Um. So lament no longer. Your vinyl uh, and music curation independently is still in Bellingham. Excellent. So yeah, that's ritual in the same EM place that Cellophane Square was there. And they've got uh and they've got a website up as well. Yes, they do. Um, not much on the website, but I mean, if you if you know if you remember EM, it's basically the same. Mm-hmm. And then the last pick that I've got is, uh, so many of you may remember uh, Flatiron and the Flatiron Woods, yes. which was a go-to for us. Oh, yes. So during the pandemic, Woods closed that location, and that location was kind of barren for a while. And now we have Nomad, charcuterie and wine, uh, I don't know if they call themselves a bar, but they're charcuterie and wine place. It's, it's, it's a destination. It is. Um, I went for a, a business thing, mm-hmm. and while I was there, uh, great charcuterie. You get to pick what you want. They also have some v- vegetarian options. Um, so if you don't want to do meat, they have a, a really good vegetable selection that can be paired with the cheese, um, and they also have uh, dairy-free cheese as well. Like it was, it was a cool experience. If it's going to be a charcuterie uh, mm-hmm. venue, yes, they will definitely be knowledgeable about their uh, vittles that oh, they're they putting do. on the board. Yeah, yeah. Um, I asked the I asked the the curator, um, like if they had like a, a cheese with like the uh, charcuterie curator. Yeah, I don't know what it, what <laughs> I don't know a charcuterie mignon. We're going to butcher that. Oh we, yeah, we, yeah no butcher, butcher it. Yeah. Really, you really used butcher it. I went the there. Wow. Go ahead. Anyway, okay. you spoke with the the proprietor. Yeah, I, I, well, uh, well, who are, um, the the server, and I was asking like you know the, the cheese that I was thinking of. Um, because I remember Quell Fromage back in the days of Fairhaven. And I was like, God, it was like this blue moon cheese. It was it was a white cheese with like salt crystals. He's like, oh, well, I don't have that cheese, but I have something similar to it. Like he was well abreast of like what they had and what could go, even if you had a bad description like I did. It was fantastic. Excellent. And so the thing about this that I wanted to bring up is because you and I talk about like sometimes you want to go out for a drink or there's those of us that don't drink, mm-hmm. yours truly included. I hate mocktails they're huh. pretty bad like okay. most places they make they're horrible tell us how you really feel i have to say like their non-alcoholic option was great and i never heard of them it's called hella h-e-l-l-a that's clean quote okay it's a it's a start of a no doubt song uh yeah there we go um and they're called helicocktail.co and i had to look them up i had the bitters soda now mm. when i did have a drink i did prefer something like uh like an, a negroni like i like something that has a little bit more of a citrus or a sure. bitter flair this really scratched my itch. And it, all it is is soda water and very good bitters. Okay. Uh, so if you're worried about like going out to like a charcuterie and wine place, they're now an alcoholic thing is great. So just wanted to throw that out. Great that, that don't you drink. went first to tell us about your experience. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's all I've got for the new and Bellingham Unfortunately, beat. my, my uh, discoveries of new things have not been uh, going on. Uh, I have 
pretty much been working from home and forcing mm-hmm. myself to get out of the house to go to uh, to transition from work to non-work life. And that has included going to uh, the gym to throw some weights around and to get my sweat on. And so, yes, I have uh, gone to a particular gym here in town. And it's just a really popular place. And I'm really happy that um, our high school student athletes have been able to uh, use this gym that I go to en masse. Uh, <laughs> all y'all uh, get to go there when I'm done with work. Ooh, are they on blast, Chris? Oh, they're not on blast. <laughs> but I definitely think when you see six or seven uh, humans crowded around uh, an equipment at a time, and you go to look for an alternative to what you want to lift, and you see another uh, squad of four as they all are on their phones and or uh, not lifting talking. heavy things. No, they're not lifting heavy things, but they do lift. <laughs> okay, cool. yeah, I, I would just say it's it's not that the latency is is expansive mm. because it's also a social place. They're doing it for the gram. Uh, well, I have seen some photos of people <laughs> snapping shots in the mirror, which I kind of smirk at. Do I photobomb <laughs> while I'm there? Yes, you no, do. Oh. No, I do not. No, I'm the gray man, remember? Oh, darn. Uh, but yes, I try to go and get a sweat. Otherwise, I just amble up to the cardio zone and just find a, something and I'm just trudging away. Uh, but yeah, I haven't done much. Uh, however... My beautiful wife had the brilliant idea this holiday season. Um, this doesn't involve going to restaurants, eateries, drankeries, uh, caf- places of caffeine uh, or uh, consumption or other things like that. What she wanted to do since Thanksgiving, and that's usually the go time for people to put up the Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun fact, I don't know if this is a fact or not, but I'm, a, I'm approximating there are 25 neighborhood districts in Bellingham, in the city of Bellingham. Well, we have been on a mission. Now, we walk our beautiful dog, whom we haven't heard from yet. I know. I'm I'm, impressed. Well, uh, you know, we'll see what happens later on when the delivery trucks uh, roll by. Uh, We take one neighborhood district a night, go to it, and drive around. And maybe if there are some uh, nice Christmas lights adorning the homes, we'll walk around. And then she wants to take a selfie of us. Uh, in all of these 25 districts, awesome. which is a very inventive idea. Why, you might ask, uh, other than to go out in the cold and the potential rain and the s- potential slippery conditions. Time spent together, yep. uh, bundled up, mm-hmm. looking at beautiful Christmas lights, mm-hmm. getting the dog its exercise. Right. And next year, she wants to do an advent calendar, a little flip advent calendar of all of our selfies in front it. of these, ho- these random homes Love it. in these districts. Uh I find that to be very clever, innovative, and cool because here's a snapshot of time. Uh, because it gets dark at 4.25 p.m., <laughs> crikey, in which we will go to uh, you know, go to the gym afterwards. And then the lights come on rather early. Right. Uh, so we have plenty of time to budget in to walk our dogs. So that's been a monthly uh, quest for us to be able to uh, visit these neighborhoods around Bellingham. By the way, folks, if you happen to be in a house that's wonderfully adorned with Christmas lights and you see two tall people uh, <laughs> that are standing by your front yard, we're not going into the front yard. We wouldn't want to take it to that course. level. But uh, yeah, that's us. Anyway, it's been a great activity. And if you haven't, you know, if you want to see some cool Christmas lights, pick, pick a neighborhood. Yeah. Go uphill. 
if you know what I'm saying. I bet you'll find some really great uh, dis- light- lighting displays out there. I love the f- one that's Captain Get Out approved, which yes. I approve. But second, we flipped roles. Yeah. You're doing the Captain Get Out yes. thing, and I'm doing like the urban life. What the heck happened? Uh, you know what? That's what happens <laughs> as we and it close out 2022. So uh, let's. So for the last segment of the show. Uh, looking forward. So, Chris, what are some things that you're looking forward to? Like, we did the retrospective of this year and stuff. Yeah. But what are you looking forward to? What do, What are some of the plans that you've got for 23? If I haven't received it for a Christmas gift, and I and I gave you know some folks an Amazon wish list of some books. Um, yes, I have an e-reader that I talked about in a previous episode, but uh, I am going to buy Cracky, read. Uh, I'm, I'm picking five authors. I'm picking Cal Newport. I'm picking Sup, Cal. Simon Sinek. I'm picking Seth Godin. I'm picking Ryan Holiday. And I'm picking Derek Sivers. And if you haven't heard of these authors, look them up. They're <laughs> Just on look the at book. our archive. You've, there you go. We've yeah. mentioned them all before. I want to read uh, you know, these authors and just get immersed in, in some of them. One book a month. And if I don't have it, I'm placing an order with Village Books here in town. Uh, where they will buy or they'll get it for me and I will pay them money to get the physical book. Paper. Yes. I uh, want to read one book a month uh, along these lines just to get that going on. Such a goal. Cool. Uh, you know, I've been doing so much digital stuff. I, I really have monastic technology. I yeah. might have talked about that in you a did. previous episode. And I did, yeah. Um, but I, I'm just tired of looking at screens all day. It's a third you. of my life. I get you. And uh, it, uh, finally, you know, it's like I said in a previous episode, I'll say it again in case you didn't catch it. I'm feeling like Templeton after the carnival mm. concludes in Charlotte's Web. Uh, there's just so much with screens and there's so much with uh, immersion in all this data and all this uh, coming at me that I, I want to Unplug. focus on something else. Unplug. Uh, but yet engage my mind right. in a different kind of way because I'm feeling like things are atrophying in some aspects and my sure. attention span is not there. Reading, still maintaining the the fitness regimen. Of course. Going to try to, especially with a whole lot of folks who might want to start 2023 on the good foot. Uh, <laughs> the for gym's going to be packed. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. Uh, good luck trying to find a cardio bike. Yeah, but in eight weeks, they'll peter off. Well, uh, here's hoping that you continue it through. Yeah. If you want to improve yourself, you got to make it through February. Correct. Anyway, um, and I think probably just finding we've we realized there's a lot of great neighborhoods in Bellingham instead of just our own to explore out there, and we have a dog to walk as an excuse to be able to get out and catch up on our day. Because I learned this about my wife, she uh, likes to be focused when she's preparing dinner. Doesn't want to talk about her day. Doesn't want to know what my hmm. day is like. But after dinner, when Gossip. we're together, ah, I don't know. I'm trying. Well, to, I'm just saying. When you're at the table, that's when the conversation. Yes. Happens. Well, that's we, what I mean, we're like the Simpsons, man. We just go go through our food in about two and a half minutes. And we're done with the meal because you know it's it's awesome. <laughs> uh, but no, the time we spent outside. Uh, <laughs> time spent. Love time language. Spent, I got yes. you. And and words of affirmation and things like that and sharing the victories. The the question that I'm starting to ask. What made you the proudest of yourself today? Hmm. Now, no, that isn't a self high five or like, you know, mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the awesomest of them all. But like, what did you do today other than recording this podcast, AJ, that you are the most proud of the work you did? Who did you make the happiest? That's my wife's uh, question that she always asked me. Hmm. If you can reflect on that, there was a good thing that happened today, despite all of the drudgery the suck. Mm-hmm. or the disdain or the despair that you might have encountered yeah. uh, during your workday. If you got to focus on that, that's what I'm also start trying to focus on as yeah. well. That's the anti-embrace the suck mentality. Yes, I got a morale patch about, uh, about that. Uh, but embrace the embrace the good. Hmm. 
Uh, or at least, you know, Silver wink at the good. Yeah, so. that's cool. Uh, for me, like I, so for 23, I've got, I've got some stuff in content land that, that may or may not come to fruition. I've got some prototypes for some stuff for the analog explorer, but, um, nothing that I can announce or release yet, but, uh, playing around, you know, a a lot with that side of, of my content and stuff and it's still keeping up with my photography. The one thing that I, there's going to be a word of note. Um, that we're going to be doing. Oh, I'm going to tease it then. out. Very good. Um, so there's a word of note that I've been hanging on to for us to do called Masogi. And it's a Japanese Shinto practice of ritual purification. And it's often referenced with the shigun, Shigundo, um, I'll call them monks, Okay. Um, where they have the, the way of trial and practice. And ah. it's this where they have to go into the mountains, typically in Japan, and they have to uh, endure a trial. And it's usually under like a harsh waterfall or they have to endure a trial where there's a potentiality that it, it might not work out. Mm. Um, and so Misogi is the part of that practice where you're attempting to do something kind of like when I climbed Mount St. Helens, yes. you have a solid 50, 50 chance that you're going to summit, mm-hmm. you know, or you do something. And in that process, it's not whether or not you summit or not. It's the matter of like what you learned and you gained in that practice and so I'm I'm pl- I'm playing around with if the the timing of things and permits allow I might have another big outdoor project okay. um, that I might masogi up. Um, beyond well, that, I'm I'm going to be doing my diving and well, stuff. You talk about uh, the 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 trial of scaling a mountain. I'll mm-hmm. talk about the urban trial of making yeah. it through your Instagram feed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Didn't expect that one coming, did you? <laughs> no. Uh, no, beyond that, like for me, the reading aspect, this is kind of go into like your different mental engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to still continue to dive. Um, so there's a couple of classes to uh, continue to improve my diving skills and work my way up to a master diver rating. And then the last thing that my, my wife and I want to get back to doing, which obviously so many of us got derailed during the pandemic, is to travel again. Ah, uh, yes. Um, it has been, other than like, obviously camping and backcountry stuff. I have not had a big trip since 2018. Okay. There hasn't been like, I, I, it's been four years. Yeah. Soon to be five years. It's time. Yeah. So, so we're, we're, there's some stuff that has to line up, uh, obviously financially, but also my, my wife is also still in school. So like Mm. there's school schedules between my wife and my kid that I have to kind of schedule around, but that needle, get on the plane. Right. Um, so we're hoping to get, uh, even if we can get like a weekend, like just to go and do something a little bit bigger. Um, we're hoping to do that this in 23. So you, you, you didn't tell me about the word of no thing, uh, beforehand, AJ, and I don't admonish you about that. I think that's a, a actual cool thing. I support that. Let's do a little bit more about Masogi. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we'll do some research and in 2023, yeah. I think we will be coming up with something and, yeah. uh, the conversations that we've had, the evolution of the Bellingham podcast to go from I five districts, <laughs> The to go for uh, community connections, yep. uh, to go from words of note, yep. the, uh, the, what the underlying uh, ethos of this podcast is the conversation that AJ and I had. So as we close out 2022, congratulations on making it through the year. Yeah, in one congratulations piece. to you too, dude. Ching, ching. Ching, ching. There you go. Um, <laughs> almost empty aluminum <laughs> cans of seltzer. That was it heard in the distance. Yeah, but I think the conversations are going to continue because, oh, by the way, we like each other. We have good chemistry on the air. Uh, so at least what my wife says. Well, that's what my wife says. There, there you go. Uh, but no, uh, thank you, Chris, for six years yes. of rocking the mic. 
thank everybody for tuning in, subscribing, supporting our show, however you do. Absolutely. Is this our outro? Yeah, it's going to be. Okay, cool. <laughs> I mean, it's it's been, it's, I think it's time. You yeah, know? It is time. Yeah. Well, let's put a bow on this one because it's Christmas time. Yeah, let's put a wrap. Oh, let's, let's wrap this one up. Oh, let's, no pun intended. Oh, I see what you did I'm there. put a bow on it, Chris. There you go. That, I like it. That wraps up the final Bellingham podcast for 2022. Uh, thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us, wherever you like to get our podcast. Remember, if you're in the Bellingham area, you might be listening to us on KMRE 102.3 FM. They are community-powered and streaming all over the darn world at kmre.org. And on that note, happy holidays and happy new year, everyone. I'm AJ Barsay. Merry Christmas to you all. I'm Chris Powell. Thanks once again for listening to us on the Bellingham Podcast. Dude, that's a wrap for the year. I, I got a wrap for you. I want to rock right now. I, okay. I'm Chris Powell. I came to get down. I'm not internationally known, but I've been known to rock the microphone because I get stupid, mean, and outrageous. Get away from me if you're a contagious, and so on and so forth. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs>